Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. Uh, welcome, guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about this scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. And actually, Richard, this is a scripture that I use. I, I think it really describes me. It bears witness with me. And uh, again, people got to realize once you get saved, you're in the kingdom now, and the kingdom operates totally different than the world system, the kingdom of darkness that we came out. So Paul, having that revelation or understanding, he made this declaration right here in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. And again, it bears witness to me. I stand in agreement with it. It says, and my speech, meaning the words that's coming out of my mouth, my conversation, and my preaching, which includes my speech, were in are not with persuasive words of human wisdom. That means intellectual. But in demonstration of the spirit and the power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. And, and God's desire is that our faith be not in the wisdom of men or intellect, but it been in the power of God. And, and God and his word are like wet and water. God's word is the truth. So he said he wants our faith to be in what he said. Jesus said in Mark 11, 20, for 22 have faith in god so god wants us to have total when i say faith i mean confidence trust reliance on him and again him and his word are one so he says that your faith will not be in the, the wisdom of men but in the power of god so we gotta bring ourselves up to that level as christians and start believing the word of god and we know we talk about it on this broadcast all the time he didn't say that your faith may be in and the power of politicians, we seem to go there a lot, but a lot of Christians, their faith is in everything except God. <laughs> so that's what Paul is saying. He said, I want your faith, and God desires your faith, your confidence, your trust to be in him well, you know, and him alone. As you talk about the wisdom of, of man, that's the kind of thing that's the wisdom of man. Man puts, puts his intellect into politicians, and politicians will see us through. Right. The U.N. will see us through. Uh 
inst other institutions, even as simple as the doctor said. So the wisdom of man is in the medical field, and the medical field says such and such. And then we say, well, the doctor said, so that must be the way it is. So we put our wisdom in men and not into the power of God. This is where Paul, I think Paul, as he writes to Timothy, goes along with this very thing when he says people will have a form of godliness, but right. understand not the power thereof, which is exactly what we're talking about. We have a form. We, we, we look right, but we don't understand the power of God. Here he says, don't put your faith in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. And, and a lot of Christians put their faith in the wisdom of man. And like you were saying. In every way. And like you were saying, people say things like, well, they said, or, or they said, no, I'm only concerned with what God said. Because God's word is the truth. And this is what I found out about the truth. The truth is the highest form of reality. There might be some facts, and the facts can change. We know that. We can Science changes right, And we can fabricate some different facts. <laughs> but the truth is what it is. That's why Jesus say, and you shall, if you continue in my word, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The truth is only found in the word of God. And again, which is the highest form of reality. So if I stick to the truth, whatever the facts are, they're going to have to eventually line up. To the truth because i'm standing on the truth of god's word remember it in ephesians whole armor he said have the truth girded around you that's wrapped around you so the truth is wrapped around me which is the word of god and god says i want your faith to be in, in me not in what they said we can go back to the children of israel the facts as they were coming out of egypt they were led to the the red sea the fact was that was a red sea <laughs> The truth was what God says, I'm going to get you through it. Right. See, so, you you can be in a situation where you, God has called you to something. You don't have a dime to your name, but the truth is God will supply all your needs yeah, according right to his there. riches and glory. That's the it. The facts are you don't have a dime. Right. The, fact the is, truth the, is the bank account says supply all your needs. The fact is the bank account says negative zero, 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 but God says, I told you to go and build or go do that. And I and always I'll tell supply. people this. Where there's vision, and God gives men vision, he also gives provision. So there's provision. Remember, he gave the children of Egypt a vision of freedom, getting out of bondage. So he had to provide a way out. Right. And his way out didn't make sense. Going through the Red Sea, he well, didn't say. I, more he than didn't we say, can even ask or imagine. Right. He didn't say, now y'all go towards the Red Sea. I got a bunch of uh, cruise ships out there. <laughs> I got a bunch of... Uh, Ships out there, y'all just pile in them. That would have made sense, right? That would have made sense. Okay, we're going to the river. We know he got some ships out there. He got a thousand ships out there, and all we got to do is get on these ships. God said, no, your, your way ain't my way. <laughs> I got a whole nother way. It's higher than your way. He said, no, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and part this bad boy. Part it? That ain't never happened yeah, before. Yeah, nobody's ever done that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the scripture says in Genesis, is anything too hard for God? So that's what he's basically see, saying. This ain't no, too hard for me. But you know what? You say that scripture, and I think there's a lot of Christians that secretly down deep think there are. Oh, yeah. They say, God can't fix this, man. This thing is beyond. Right. I mean, we can know that the scripture says that there's nothing beyond God. But I think a lot of times in their deepest, darkest parts, a lot of times Christians think that maybe this is more than God can do. No. With God, again, here it is. Jesus said this. With God, 
Meaning if I work with God or if I have faith in God, all things are possible. See, that's why our faith has to be on fire. You know, right, right. That's the name of this show. Yeah, right, right. Because there's times when it doesn't look right. It, there, it doesn't look like there's a way out. Most you of the don't time. don't have a dime to your name, and yet God has called you to do whatever it is, or you have these bills, and you have to realize God's going to provide. And, and most of the times, the facts show up. We, we Again, we've been programmed to look at the facts. We've been educated. To look at the facts now, because you came out of the kingdom of darkness. Now you're in the kingdom of light. You, you can see now. Remember Elijah told God, show his protege, show him what I see, Lord. Because he, he just saw them surrounded them. He didn't see the angels of the Lord surrounding the people that were surrounding them. Right. So again, where there's vision, there's provision. And once we, we come into the light, we have to now see things the way God sees them. God sees no impossibilities. That's why he said, if you can believe all things are possible, he put it back in your court. That's what all he said was have faith. If you, everybody that Jesus healed, most of them, he said, do you believe I'm able to do this? He's asking us that today. Do you believe I'm able to fix your problem? And then he, then he went and said, according to your faith, be it unto you. According to what you believe, do you believe I'm able to do this? Well, in God's word, in, uh, uh, one of the scriptures back there. First, uh, it says he's given us exceeding great and precious promises. And all of a sudden, I just got a blank. But yeah, he's given us exceeding great and precious promises. All we have to do is lay hold on the promises. And for the children of Israel, the promises was physical, Canaan. For us, it's the, the promises of God. We said it on this broadcast and we say it all the time. All the promises in him are yes and amen. That's our promised land, his word. So the, remember, the word became flesh. <laughs> the word is going to manifest if you lay hold to it because the word is considered seed. Well, what do I do with seed? Well, I plant it in ground. And for us, the, our ground is our spirit. I take God's word, which is seed, plant it in my spirit, and now I got to cultivate it. I cultivate it with my faith because my spirit is the faith factory. I cultivate it. Let that thing grow up. That's why he told Joshua, meditate. Ponder on this day and night and observe to do all that's written in it. And then you will make your way prosperous. And then you'll have this. He said, let that word grow up in you. Let it grow up in you because it's going to become an image of your redemption. Like the scripture you're meditating on. And my God shall supply all my needs. As you keep meditating on, as you keep meditating on that, God's going to give you a greater revelation. And that seed is taking root. But pretty soon it's going to be full blown. We'll see what happens if <laughs> you step forward. Because you believe that, you step forward. Right. If you don't believe it, you'll never go forward on whatever it is. And that you God's ain't. And, and part of the stepping forward is speaking it constantly. Right. Speak the word. Satyrian so told Jesus, speak the word only. Jesus I'm like, a man, whoa. I'm a man under orders. Right. But I Jesus, know how it Jesus works. said, I tell that guy go and he goes. He said, I know the power of words. <laughs> and Jesus like, whoa, I ain't seen such great faith like this in all Samaria. This cat just told me to speak the word only. This, this cat told me just speak the word only. And he know his servant to be made whole. Jesus was like, hey, Peter, John, y'all see, this is, this is the type of guy I'm talking about right here. And he went on about his business. And that happened another time. I was just reading it in the scripture the other day with another guy. He was a, a noble man, it said. He, his, uh, some, one of his servants or somebody in his family was at home ill. And he told Jesus, you know, just give me the word, man. And, and the scripture says, over in, I believe it's Psalm, he sent his word and it healed. Him. 
See, words are spiritual seed. You got to start speaking. We got to speak the word of God constantly. It got to. That's the first part of I believe I received. You're declaring it. You're well, saying see, it. That goes back to this very scripture, though, because My we're speech. surrounded <laughs> by the wisdom of men. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by it our whole life. We're surrounded by the wisdom of men. Mm-hmm. And particularly before we become a believer, that's all we have is the wisdom of men. You, you, you didn't have the knowledge of God. Right. That's all you At have all. is the wisdom of men. <laughs> right. So, so, so you've been highly programmed in the wisdom of men. Even if you come to the Lord fairly young, you've been programmed for a long time. Right. And especially a person who comes to the Lord as an adult. I came at 38. Has, has had the world programming Program. them for a long, long time. I had to be reprogrammed by the Word right. of God. <laughs> well, we, everybody does. Right. And so... When it talks about this, you know, that that we are not to be conformed or stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, that is fairly hard for people in some ways because the world's just been there. The wisdom of man has been there. And so the wisdom of man, what does the wisdom of man say? The wisdom of man says God didn't create the world. It was just all happenstance, chance, uh, something crawled out of the primordial ooze and and evolved and evolved some more and evolved some more and pow here we all are and i mean that's that's the wisdom of the world and kids hear that all day every day at school there's all kinds of things like that that the world and the wisdom of the world tells and the, and the world's over gonna and the over. world's gonna back it up with some facts facts as they see them <laughs> right facts as they believe them but again like paul said my speech and my preaching are not with persuasive word of human wisdom. See, that's facts. Human wisdom. One plus one, that's two. That's, that's human wisdom. You can't tell me that too. Well, well, God can take one plus one and, and make it 20 if he wants to. Because Jesus did that. He took two loaves and a couple fish. And Man's fed, wisdom says that's not enough for even one person heart. But like I say, with God, all things are possible. You notice that that was mm-hmm. one kid's lunch. Right, one that kid's lunch. That wasn't even an adult's lunch. That no, was one kid's lunch. It was lunch. a kid meal from McDonald's, a happy meal. <laughs> right. He done fed the multitude with it. It says plus with 5,000 plus women and children. So again, that's what God Right, you do. figure there's a lot of people that say that there was at least double that number. Because they didn't count the kids. More. They only count adults. They didn't, they didn't even count the women. Right, right, people. right. Just so that there was probably 10, 12, maybe even 15,000 people there. And he fed them all, which, as we just said, was from a kid's lunch. It wasn't mm-hmm. even an adult's lunch. Mm-hmm. It was a kid's lunch. And so man's wisdom says... In fact, one of the disciples, I think, came to Jesus and says, you know, we I'm got like, this, but what could this do? You say, what's this <laughs> with, with all of us? Right. I mean, there's there's no way this will make any difference. Well, the scripture says, too, Jesus told, asked them to feed them to, to see what they would do because he knew what he was going to do. Jesus knew, oh, it's, 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 I got a nice audience here. It's, let me demonstrate the power of God, just like he said here, uh, but in the demonstration of the spirit, Jesus was demonstrating how the spirit operates. Uh, and that's why he said that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Jesus always demonstrated what he talked about. He demonstrated in his speech, but then here it was. If he told somebody, be healed and set free, go on your way, he said it and it was a done deal. It well, was see, demonstrated. In this instance, though, you see such a clear delineation between the wisdom of man and the power of God. Because the wisdom of man said these couple of loaves and fishes aren't going to feed anybody. 
That's the wisdom of man. Everybody standing there would have known this isn't enough. But the power of God says this is more than enough. It's not just enough. It's more than enough because we're going to have leftovers. There's too much. (laughs) So, I mean, you see such a clear delineation between the wisdom of man and the power of God. Well, here's here's a couple more examples. Scripture says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. We just gave that example. What about, I believe, is it with Isaiah, the prophet, the widow? Her son was going to be taken into bondage because some debt hadn't been paid because her husband had passed away. The prophet came there and asked her, this is two examples. One of them, he said, what do you have in your house? She said, I ain't got nothing but a little oil. He said, okay, here's the instruction. Go get all the vats you can get. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Go get all the vats that you can find and bring them. She said, I only got this little oil. (laughs) But you said, just just go get them. I only got got a cup of oil, but just go get all the vats you can. We're about to put you in the oil business. But, see, that was the wisdom of God. God told the prophet to right. tell her to do that. And then she acted on the word of God, the man of God. She went and found all the vases that she can get, and then they started pouring the oil on one, and it kept replenishing. Now, that was that one story. She went and sold and got herself out so of debt. So the wisdom of man says, we only got a little. It's not Go ahead and take this cup out there and, and use that up and then go out there and panhandle with the cup. <laughs> no, that's the wisdom of man. Again, you got to listen for instruction. And we know the other one in the Old Testament with the other lady. Uh, she didn't have nothing but some cornmeal. She said, we're going to make this cake, me and my son, and, and we're going to die. die. This is it. Now, here's the man of God, the prophet. He said, well, make me one first. <laughs> she like, fool, didn't you just hear me say I only got enough for me and my son? We're going to eat this, and we're going to die. We're going to have our last good meal, and you ain't in the equation. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're he said, no, 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 own. but the Lord sent me to tell you, make me one first, and he going to hook you up. But after a while, she, she said, okay, nevertheless, not my will, but your right. will See, be done. She shows faith. She shows faith. That was her faith. I mean, and people can laugh at that a little bit, but think of the faith that actually shows. You have enough for you and your son to have one last meal. And now this guy says, give me one first. The faith that that took is almost indescribable because we have to picture in our own mind, in our own situation, it's the last thing we have and somebody else wants it. Are we willing to give it to them? Well, that's what faith is. Faith is a two-sided coin. One side is, I I believe. The other side is, I'm going to do something. Scripture said, faith without works is dead. Well, she obviously had faith in God because the man of God came to her house. She must have been praying. So, But now here's where the works come in. The prophet of God gets there and, and says, make me one first. Then she goes to tell her sob story. You know, I only got enough for me and the boy. We're going to eat this and we're going to be dead. He said, makes me one first. She thinks about it. She go ahead and acts on the truth. She makes him one first. And what happens? The flower just keeps replenishing. Now, she's got more than enough. Again, one plus one to God doesn't mean two. Well, see, man's wisdom is in one plus one there. You got enough for one. It's over. It's gone. That's man's wisdom. You just used it up. There's none left. God's wisdom and God's power is, yeah, you use that, but now there's more. Right, right. And we know that in the natural. I could take two seeds and put them in the ground. I'm going to get more than two apples. Out of the tree, right. if it's apple seed. Well, yeah, I mean, you plant one apple seed, and the next thing you know, I think we talked about this a few months ago when my cherry tree was blossoming. Right. One seed 
grew that whole tree, and yet there's hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of cherries, of cherries from one seed. on it. Now I got thousands of seeds. See, see, now that's the wisdom of God, and that's what he's saying. He said, think like this, and that's what we want to do today on this broadcast. We want to ignite your faith on fire that you don't think with man's wisdom. You start thinking out of the wisdom of God, and you start talking like God. I tell people all the time when you get saved, now it's time to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to start talking like God, living like God, believing like God. And with God, there's no impossibilities. All things are possible. And you just have to stay that course. Because the job of the devil is to get you off that course. He wants you to throw in the, the white flag and faint in the mist. Remember, Jesus said, you have need of endurance. After you're doing the will of God, you'll receive the problem. He says, we for may endure for night, but joy comes in the morning. He says, oh, what's that other one? Uh, don't grow weary in, in due season. Yeah. yeah. He said, don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due season, you will get your harvest. And we know everything, is, it's a season. You know, you don't plant seeds and eat watermelon tomorrow. It's going to be a time. But what are you doing in that process? Are you speaking in faith? Are you acting in faith? Are you forgiving people? Are you still praying and blessing those who persecute you? Or are you trading evil for evil in, in your process? See, and man's wisdom says trade evil for evil. Right, no, man's no, wisdom says you got to get even with people. No, you can't let people God run says, over you. Stay the course. Don't get off the course. I was telling people earlier, I'm going through something right now. In life, you're either heading towards a storm, you're either in a storm, or you're coming out of a storm. And right now, I've been in a seven-year storm, Richard. I'm coming out. But I've kept the faith in the process, in the middle of the storm. I continue to forgive others. I, I don't trade evil for evil. I continue to preach the word. I continue to bless those who persecute me, pray for those who spitefully use me. That's what it means to walk by faith, not by sight. I continue to do what the word says do, even though I have some adversity in my life. I'm still praising the Lord. I haven't missed a Sunday service, a midweek Bible study, and I'm still speaking like another lady in the Old Testament, her son had died, and she went out to get the prophet, the man of God. And on her, on her way out the door, people started asking her, how's things going with you? You know how we are in the day. How are how, how you doing today? And she could have gave him a song and a dance or organ recital, but she said, all is well. I mean, her speech is still in line with, with, with faith, all is well. That's all you have to say. You don't have to go in to organ recital and tell everybody, oh, my pancreas, you know, my spleen. You don't have to tell people all that. You got to still speak in faith. And that's where the rubber is going to meet the road. That's what he mean by, and my speech and my preaching were not with enticing words of human wisdom. Meaning, I ain't talking about what the facts look like. I'm talking about what, what it looks like in faith. We're to call things that be not as though they were, like we want them to be. So I'm going to always speak in line, and, and, and my deeds are going to be in line with the will of God as I'm going through life and in life you're going to have trials and tribulations so you better keep the course and stay in faith and that's when you'll come out victorious you'll come out on top you'll get the restitution the recompense and most of all restoration god's into restoring so you gotta you gotta you know and our and our words bring us words are power clearly as james talks about words are power and they have power and you see this in relationships with people. Go say something mean and nasty to people and see what happens. Say something kind to somebody and see what happens. Words actually really do have power. Probably everybody listening to this broadcast has at some point in their life said something 
and the words had no sooner left their mouth than they wished they hadn't said it. And so words definitely have power. Our thoughts have power. Our thoughts have power to to bring us up or down. You, if you're thinking to yourself all day, this is a lousy day. This is a lousy day. I hate this day. This is a lousy day. This day is mm-hmm. going to, you're going to have a lousy day. If you're constantly telling yourself, man, today's a great day. I think this is going to be a great day. You will have a better day. Our thoughts have power the same way that our words do. And mm-hmm. if you're always telling people, man, that son of mine, he's no good. He's always been no good. He's lazy or he's this or he's that. Those words have power. And they have power on how you're going to act. They have power on even your son. It might be your daughter. It might be your grandson or daughter. We need to be saying they're the Lord's and the Lord's going to take care of them. They're the Lord's. I'm putting them in the Lord's hands. Not, no, they're just no good. They're never, they're never going to make it. Because those things actually have power. Those thoughts have power. And we have got to realize that as Christians to go back to James to you know to realize that the tongue actually has power in it and that the words that we speak we need to be careful with and all this Richard is really elementary again we're born again and I always use the example like a in the natural a child gets born into the earth to the world they don't know anything they're well, taught that's what we they're just programmed talk. Yeah. they don't have god's wisdom right. they only have the wisdom of man well, that's now, all they have now we get born again all we had is the world's wisdom now we have to be retrained and that's why one of the elementary by the right. of our but mind. one of the elementary things you need to get transformed in is the power of words because again if you go back to genesis how did god create the universe again he did it una means one verse means word he did it with one word. He saw darkness. Guess what God called it? Light. He spoke. It is. He spoke. Universe. One word. That's what universe means. So, again, that's how we were made. So, remember, Jesus came to restore, reconcile, redeem us back to the beginning. So, we have to learn how were we originally supposed to operate. And, and I tell people all the time, words aren't just for communicating. We use it to communicate. But words are really originally meant to create remember god saw darkness and he used words to create some light words create i as we're speaking these words if i say elephant right now everybody just had an image they created an image in their mind of what it looked like <laughs> that's what words do that's why we love songs as we're listening to songs images are being created in our mind <laughs> so that's what words do. They create and then they communicate or communicate what you want to create. So we got to get back to the power of words. And that's what Jesus, our elder brother and Lord and Savior, he demonstrated that as well. Remember, speak the word only. Five seconds. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this segment of Faith on Fire. Uh, we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. We want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. 
which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.